0: You decided to press play, huh? What's going on, beautiful people? Peace, blessings, and positivity. You are now listening to the Truth Moment Podcast. A podcast that delivers the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth through in-real-life conversations. You're rocking out with me, joy, the voice behind the truth. And thank you for pressing play. Listen, go ahead and grab you something to sip on. Light your incense or your sage. Get comfortable and let's get into this truth. another Sunday another episode well it's Sunday for me I don't know what day of the week it is for you but for me it's Sunday uh so whatever day it is that you're listening to this week's episode uh happy fill in the blank whatever day <laughs> so listen y'all uh I hope that y'all sipping with me and really quick before we get into it's a little introduction here. Um, I want to let you know what I'm sipping on. This episode, I am sipping on cranberry juice. 100% cranberry juice. And I'm going to tell you, I uh, took a trip to Trader Joe's earlier today. And honestly, y'all, Trader Joe's is one place that I, I can find... I'm talking about like the real 100%. You know what I'm saying? A uh, cranberry juice. And, uh, you know, uh, we've seen... 100% cranberry juice, you know, in our local grocery stores, you know, our Publix, uh, Walmart, Target. But we actually got to take the time to read the label. You know, check out the sugar. You know, we, we got to read. So Trader Joe's is the one place that I can find, I'm talking about 100% cranberry juice, all right? So that's what I'm sipping on. I actually put a little bit of, raw honey, organic raw honey, just to kind of give it a little sweetness, a little natural uh, sweetness. So yeah, that's what I'm sipping on. And uh, you know, I'm trying to get back on my my cranberry juice intake daily. Uh, Ladies, if you don't know, uh, I want you to read up on how cranberry juice sipping can be uh beneficial and can be a, a blessing to your life okay read up on that i ain't gonna get into all of that right now but yeah cranberry juice and also pineapples mm-hmm. i actually picked up some pineapples too while i was in trader joe's so yeah ladies read up on that uh man it won't hurt you either to read up on that as well You'll learn you learn your little something. So, anywho, um, this week, y'all, listen, this week we were supposed to have some guests in the building. We were supposed to have the boys, the men from the podcast, Brunch with the boys, right? Now, I don't know what happened. Um, I actually reached out to them last week to kind of touch bases with them remind them of the day that we were supposed to record and they told me that day wasn't going to work for them so they actually gave me two other options i said cool just let me know you know just 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 let me know and we'll make it do what it do well i i hadn't heard anything back so i'm hoping and i'm praying that all is well in their camp uh i'm just wishing you know uh, blessings over uh each and every one of those uh men and i hope that everything is is cool and and straight in their worlds so maybe i'll hear from them um soon but listen i didn't want them not being on this episode as what was planned you know and and let me say this okay i know that life happens and i've said this before um so i don't want you guys to to feel like as the listener like well god you know mika we get on play by them guests, no, I do know that life happens. I do know that things can can happen at any given moment, you know and and plans can change you know i I am aware of this, but um, I think that it is important for me to have some type of communication and and i'm I'm just gonna say this, you know in the world of social media you know you you kind of see when folks are active on social media as well you know so for me all all i need is a little communication that's it if if for whatever reason it's not going to work if something came up um i understand listen i'm 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 a i'm a single mama okay things happen i know this right so all i ask is just for a little bit of communication just keep me in the loop just a little bit if you feel what i'm saying because anybody who knows me like know me know me knows that i take this podcasting uh life real seriously okay it's a big deal to me um so i'm trying to get better with planning and um just making sure that i stay on top of everything and i'm challenging myself to take it a step further and not only am I challenging myself but I've also been challenged by a young lady that I've been working with and that I had my first purpose session with shout out to Jasmine she's awesome y'all she's awesome you know I told her what my goals were for the podcast and you know she just she gave me some very helpful tips and she also put me on a 30 day challenge so listen um the The truth moment ain't no play play for me, you understand what i'm saying it's It's serious, and I take it serious so um, yeah, I said all that to say, um when it comes to my guest i just it's a it's a big deal for me, you know it's a big deal and i i hand pick i hand select my guest as well you know the the one guest that I did have on who I did not know. Uh, and didn't know of was jason tyler jason tyler the person uh which y'all hear him uh shortly but chris actually brought him on the pod father actually introduced me to him and so our conversation on that boys and men episode was the first time that we were connected you know what i'm saying but for the most part i hand select my guest you know, so anywho, I, I don't want to spend forever and a day on, on that topic right there. But I just, I felt like it was only right for me to follow up with y'all and let y'all know what it was. You know, being that I had announced and had, had shared with you that we were going to have some new guests on, you know. So some of y'all may be listening saying, Mika, we ain't need to know all that, girl. Listen, it's cool. But me being me, me being Mika. I, I I just got to I feel like I I'm a, I'm a very detailed person. <laughs> if you can't tell. So yeah, yeah. I, I felt like I needed to give you what I gave you. Okay. So anywho, yeah, we're taking it back for this episode and I still wanted to keep the whole energy and vibe of the boys and men episode um alive. You know, that was what this episode was supposed to be with Brunch with the boys. It was the my uh april yeah april uh april's boys to men episode and so like i said i still want to keep that same energy and i'm bringing you all uh in this week's uh episode different clips of conversations that i've had with some men who were once boys uh for the boys and men episode or boys and men series um, hold on, y'all I need to take a little sip here.
1: Mm.
0: And it's actually not as cold as it once was, so it's a little like mm, it's a little tangish. Oh, but anyway, um, so yeah, I um I wanted to take it back to the very first episode of Boys the Men that I introduced to y'all season two with my special guest in the building, Kyrie Pender. So we're, we're taking it back. So you all will hear from Kyrie. You'll hear from uh, Chris. For those of you who hadn't heard that episode when Chris first um, blessed us, you know, on the truth moment, you will get the opportunity to hear uh, our first conversation on the truth moment. Some of you all may have gotten familiar with Chris due to Wednesday Groove. Um, You're familiar with him because I've mentioned him. I've also shared his podcast in my mind. But you're going to hear our very first conversation on the truth moment today. Okay. You'll also hear from Tavares Barnes. Y'all are already familiar with Tavares. If, you, if you've been rocking out with the truth moment and with me for a minute you are already familiar. You already know who Tavares is. So you'll be hearing from Tavares. You'll also be hearing from Bernard uh and the Mind Boys. Yes, the Mind Boys and Jason Tyler the person and Chris Williams again because they were on uh an episode together. All right. So I know that sounds like a whole lot and like I said these are just clips, these are just pieces of each one of those episodes each one of those conversations that i had with them brothers all right so this episode may be lengthy but honestly i don't think it will be any longer than (laughs) our other episodes you feel me y'all know these episodes run an hour and some change okay you know and if you take into consideration you know like my intro um you know all of the bits and pieces that lead up to the actual topic then you'll understand why you know my episodes run as long as they do but you know what hey it is what it is and if you can't listen to it all at once you can't listen to it all at once it's cool just chop that baby up and and and, and break it up into pieces and listen when you can you feel me so anywho i hope you guys enjoy this rewind episode uh, of my conversations with men who are now, who were once boys. All right. We're taking you back to boys to now men. Yes. And I've, oh God, I've had some dope conversations with some dope people. You hear me? And so I am really looking forward to the men who will be joining in the near future. I got some brothers in mind, y'all, that I am reaching out to this coming week, you know, to invite them uh to be a guest on the Truth Moment, all right? So, I'm just excited and this Boys and Men series has been something that uh God placed in my lap and I didn't leave it there. You feel me? I actually took the vision, took the idea that he gave me and brought it to reality and did something with it. And I truly feel like Each one of these conversations, each one of these past episodes have blessed somebody's life, okay? And that's always my goal. That's always, um, you know, one of my reasons for dropping the truth moment on y'all because I want it to be a blessing to somebody somewhere, all right? So with all of that being said, y'all enjoy this uh, Rewind episode and I will talk to you guys in the next episode next Sunday. All right. So y'all be blessed. Enjoy. Tell
2: me, you a leader or a follower?
3: Hmm? I'm a leader.
2: Okay then. What's the three rules? Break it down for me. And hey, think before you answer.
4: I got it. Always look a person in the eye. Do that to respect you better. Two words: to never be afraid to ask you for anything. Stealing isn't necessary.
1: And the last one I think was to never respect anybody who does respect you back. Is
0: that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, you got it.
0: I'm not going to college.
5: Damn right.
0: <laughs> I am going to get through high school and then get a job like regular people.
5: Regular people?
0: Yeah, you know, work in the gas station, drive a bus, something like that. <laughs>
5: So what you're saying is your your mother and I shouldn't care if you get D's because you don't need good grades to be regular people. Right. Suppose you graduate from high school. Let's say you just slide by. All right, now, now you got to find a job. Now, what kind of salary do you expect uh, for a regular person?
0: <laughs> mm... a week.
5: $250 a week? Yeah. Sit down.
0: Mr. Kyrie Pender.
3: Yes, yes, yes. You, are you you
0: are now on the line. Are you ready? For I'm the
3: truth re- moment. For the
0: truth moment. You ready? I'm ready. All right, we live up in this thing now.
3: Okay, let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful people. As you heard, we now have uh, Mr. Pender on the line. And uh, like I told y'all a few minutes ago, I am just truly... Truly excited that I finally got this brother on one of my projects. Do you hear me? I'm just truly excited because I have been wanting to collaborate with him for a minute. Did, did you know that, Kyrie? I'm sure you do. I,
3: I, I didn't know you were busy, and I know you had a lot of guests. I'm just glad to be one of them.
0: Look, I, I'm not the bi- You're the busy one.
3: Listen, handling this thing <laughs> called life. Listen.
0: Come on, oh. come on. <laughs> <laughs> You all know what's going to happen. Yes, yes. So listen, y'all, let me just tell you a few things about uh, Kyrie before we get into our topic, before we get into this meat uh, mm-hmm. of our discussion here. But uh Kyrie is a husband. He's a father, y'all. He's a creative. Uh, he's, a, he's passionate about people. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Passionate about people. How many folks can say they're passionate about other people? Uh, he's right. always willing to help and never settles on what can't happen, but changes are made. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's it. Yes. yes. So, uh, Mr. Pender, welcome to the Truth Moment. Thank you so much. Truth Moment. Oh,
3: man. The name in itself. So, I mean, How you I love gotta, that? Oh, I got to tell everything, Ray. Right, huh? <laughs> ain't, ain't no lies. Ain't no lie. Truth. <laughs>
0: Yes. So listen, um, when you were growing up, being that our topic of discussion is uh, boys to men, the makings of a man. Right. Um, I know a lot of folks call you KP, but was that always your nickname growing up? Did you have any other nicknames that we might not know about? You,
3: you know what? They call me uh, KP. They call me Ree, They call me Kai. You Know what I'm saying? That's it. They a couple, a couple of nicknames, some of them called me names you know I didn't want, but you know, we'll, we'll stick with those, <laughs> huh? <laughs> right,
0: okay, okay. So tell us a little bit about uh, young Kai. What, what was he like?
3: Um, you know what, just um, outgoing, kind of laid back, you know, growing up in the streets of or the streets of the city of Philadelphia. Um, I, I obtained a quick street knowledge and um, picked up a whole different culture at a young age you know things go real fast
1: um, Mm -hmm. in the
3: city so I um, picked up some things and you know it just adapted and molded me I really appreciate you know having those things so yeah um, and then you know being able to come down and move to Florida and stuff like that and be ahead a little bit I still think I'm ahead so you
0: okay, know. so when when did you move
3: here? Um, well, it's half and half now. So I moved here in like ninety five, ninety five, ninety six. But I still go home. You see, what I'm saying. Okay. A lot oh. of people are like, oh, I'm from here, but do you go back home? <laughs> do you go back home? Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. So was there anything different being in Philadelphia versus being here as as a young as a young boy?
3: I would I would say um there was pro. I, I'm not trying to graph it for that way. And I know everybody got their own hoods and their own places and it's things to get into, but that city life is totally different. It's mm. totally different. Now I try to get yeah. people to understand that that it's you know it's just different. And you pick up on so much, you see so much. And mm-hmm. I've witnessed a lot at a young age, and I can't take that from nobody else, wherever they may be staying, but it's just something about the city. The city. Is you you gotta you gotta move with it because if you don't you're gonna get left behind
0: yeah yeah okay uh so all right that was a young kai right all right so a young re yes so
3: <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to be a rapper you know everybody had those ambitions really? <laughs> oh yeah Oh yeah. I never
0: knew that about you. Oh, yeah. Listen, I y'all, I've known Kyrie for over, oh God, It's been oh, over yeah. 20 years.
3: Yes, over 20. Absolutely. Matter of
0: fact, when I met Kyrie, he was still in high school.
3: Still in high school, right? Still yep. still, a,
0: still a baby.
3: Still a baby. High school. Now trying to evolve.
0: Yes. And and a part of the mind boys. What what was the mind boys like, Kyrie?
3: Listen, that that's one thing that gave me the exposure and really like changed my life. I never thought that I would travel and meet so many people and go so many places. Um, Being a part of that, which started out at the church and um, in youth ministry, it shot to a whole nother level. I mean, we've been on TV. We've been like back then when when Apollo was big, we was on Apollo. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, from that, that that stuff blew us up took it some people still you know remember that you know and um we actually never lost on that they asked us to stop because we just kept winning and Mm. they said they didn't want people to think that it was you know set up or planned that way you know we went up there nervous to rub that log on people (laughs) booing before listen they was booing before we even went out there we came out they start booing
0: Mm. but then we,
3: we were able to win them over and we just kept winning so
0: yeah yeah Wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure being on the road. I mean, when did y'all start traveling?
3: We started traveling in like eighth grade. Wow. Yeah, we got we're traveling in eighth grade and um, got exposed to a lot of things, you know, at a young age as well. Some people, it messed their mind up, and, mm-hmm. you know, and it caused them to be, you know, different people. You know, but I'm glad that we had a great surrounding around us. And then the guys that I was so fortunate to mine with, and we still best friends to this day, we kept each other together. You know what I mean? Yeah. We wouldn't let each other go, each other do some crazy things, but we wouldn't let each other go that far because yeah. we know that we all would be penalized by it. So um love them boys to this day, and you know, we 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 had each other back. Wow,
0: I didn't know that y'all was that young.
3: Eighth grade. We young. Eighth grade, eighth grade. Wow. Yeah.
0: Mm. okay so I mean during that time because y'all mined up into what age it was after high school right
3: after high school college all through all that right now every once in a while we they can pull us out to do something like we do have something up and coming but I heard I don't think they put it out yet um, but we are going to be at the army conference this year so that's where it all started you know right so, at Macedonia there, right Right, right. So that's going to be huge this summer.
0: Yes, okay. All four, y'all? All four. Okay. Okay, alright. So after all these years?
3: All these, still going. <laughs> still going. Huh.
0: Okay, so I got a few questions. I hope you I hope, okay. you, don't, I hope you don't mind, but I, I do got a few no, questions. So During that time, you know, I I guess I could say, um, especially once y'all or once you were in high school and still miming and going out on the road, even after college, at that point, you know, you were, did you ever feel like, okay, I'm a, I'm a man?
3: Um, no, I thought, um, I thought I was to a point until, you know, uh, man consequences came up you know then i wanted to switch roles and be a boy again you know <laughs> so but you know from that standpoint i think it was the grooming i ain't gonna lie like things has changed um uh, you uh, my mom didn't play so you know what i mean and i had certain key people in my life and i would always think about or see her before i did something so I never jumped off. Jumped off that porch, like man, whatever. I'm gonna do this, do that. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Yeah, you know, I always thought about her and what she would say or what she may try to do. So those things kept me in line.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel you.
3: Yeah, I ain't start smelling myself. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Okay. Um, Now, do you feel like there are any life lessons that? You know, growing up, being a young boy, that maybe you didn't take it serious as seriously as maybe you do now. Being that you are a man and you have gone through and experienced some things,
3: right? It, I can go from financial all the way to relationships, um, not taking stuff serious, um, really investing more in my future. Mm-hmm. Uh, at an early age, I can be so much further, which I'm not upset about right now where I am, but um, you know, sitting in business meetings, really paying attention, going to conferences, and really attending the conferences that we were signed up for, um, taking these notes and these connections that I had all across the world, and really building a repertoire and just doing more things with, with, with what was at hand. A lot of time, we have a lot of opportunities and a lot of tools presented before us, and And we don't never take those things. You may not use it now, but store it up because later you'll be able to use it. So I really do wish I would have took advantage of some of those things were set before me. And then also dealing with relationships as well with people. You know, you burn certain bridges with people. Mm. And, um, you know, I wish I would have, you know, did my part. You know, I've burned a lot of bridges. Um, Not, you know, in a crazy way, but just not being my part because a lot of people talk about being a friend. But do you ever call? It's it's a two way it's a two way street, right. you know. Yeah, it is. You got to make sure you do your part too. Dang, I ain't heard from you. My question: Hey, I ain't heard from you either. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of things that I wish I would have really put more time into, uh, and been more sensitive to as well. While being while growing up, I can honestly say that I was um, immature for a long time, mm. a real yeah. long time, and I know that's what some of the things that really you know caused me. Well, that thing probably caused me to miss out on a lot, you know, because um, I wasn't really, I was, you know, focused on money, clothes, ladies, you know, going out and chilling, not really focusing on taking that time playing, hey, let me invest in this business. Let me do this. Let me keep this relationship together because we can link up and do this, you know. So so that's a, some some things that I always often reflect back on, but I tell younger guys that I'm around to to do these things so they won't be in the same place. Yeah. Or have to start late to catch up.
0: Yeah, and that was something too. I wanted to ask you like, if you could give any advice to you know, uh, this younger generation of of, of young men, you know, what would be your advice? So, you kind of touched on that before I even hit on it, but
3: right, yeah, um, so yeah, I would tell them, you know, to invest in themselves, like, know yourself and invest in yourself. You yeah. invest in yourself is one of the best investments that you can make, you know. But, see, you and know. When what? I said,
0: Uh Not to cut you off, but a lot of people don't even know what investing yourself means.
3: Right. So when I say investing yourself, one of them can be health, health, investing yourself. And then your, your, your knowledge on any level that you may, your business knowledge, investing yourself, financial knowledge, investing yourself, uh, leadership and relationship stance, investing yourself. You may go to school, whatever the craft you may like, Mm -hmm. investing yourself. Sometimes it's going to cost you to take the money that you have to spend to invest in yourself. It's going to cost that sometimes, you know. So there's several areas of your life that you're going to have to do that will give your life longevity if you invest in yourself, whether it be spiritually. You know, you may want to do yoga. You know, you may go to church, whatever it is. Make sure that you're doing something constantly during the course of the week to invest in yourself. You have to. Yeah, because at the end of the day, those things will be gone. And if you got really resources that you've invested or poured into yourself, you could pull on your own self and get yourself to the next level.
0: That's true now, that's true, yeah, that is true, yeah. But I think a lot of people do struggle with that. I mean, not only men but women as well not right. knowing i mean you can hear somebody can say that to you you need to invest in yourself but if right. if they if they have no clue as to what that is and then, then they're not going to take those steps to invest in themselves because they don't know how to
3: right and and then they thinking well i ain't worthy to invest into That's so true. i'll make somebody else better That's, i'll make come somebody on else i'll <laughs> right i'll work for them i'll do this for them You've seen some people just, just the best people. You can call on them at the drop of a dime. They can do this yeah. because they feel as though that they're being complete by making somebody else's agenda uh begin to manifest. You talking right now?
0: You talking That's right? That's the
3: truth. Trust me, I was there. <laughs> 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 Didn't invest in myself.
0: Yes. Right. Yes, I can dig it. Yes, I can dig it. Yeah. So, being that. I guess we can fast forward a little bit from young Kai to, to older Kai. And now you are a, a husband right. and a father and you are a father of three. Three. Yep. Now your two boys, how old are they?
3: Um, Six and four.
0: Six and four. So yep. what do you feel like you can, or you are teaching them right now that can kind of prepare them for Not only adulthood but manhood as well. Oh
3: yeah. And and at a young age, investing in themselves. Mm
0: -hmm. And how do
3: you say that with a six-year-old and a four-year-old? Um, I tell them clean up them clothes. Yeah. Clean your room. Put your plate in the trash. Rinse it off when you put it in the sink. These things are grooming them for a, a older age, which will pour into other things. Some people and some people may be like cleaning. Yeah, I mean they didn't get it on a karate kid when Daniel had to wax on and wax mm-hmm. off, but it prepared them for the battle, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to talk about a movie. He thought he was doing something that didn't mean nothing to him. Mm-hmm. So by him cleaning up after himself daily, what you think will happen when he get old and got those emails? Ain't going right. to be two, 3,000 emails. I'm just trying to help him. So with that, and I'm teaching him respect at a young age too. Um, that yes, yes man, no, man, it goes a long way. It ain't slave mentality, it's just respect. Older people, hey, right. when you get up, when we park, ain't no way in the world that you still should be shitting, sitting in the car. When your mom park, you need to be get, y'all need to be breaking each other's neck to see who going to open whose door. Come before on, she man. gets in the car, car, y'all opening up that door. Already asking at a young age, even though we got to deny you, but that's good. Hey, can I pump the gas for you? Because I can't stand. Hello. Hey, 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 what's
4: going on?
0: Hey, hey. hey! Oh, that was so dry. Hey. God, hey. that was we so just let dry.
3: God, you know
0: uh-huh. y'all dragging? Y'all had a long day or
3: something? No, that that what, I had a real day. You hear me? A real day. <laughs> but I know, I know one thing we excited about. Well,
0: sure. I look. I can't. I can't tell. I can't. We ready? Tell.
3: We,
6: we read Listen, we I can't tell.
0: I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing?
6: Hanging good, in there. good. How you doing?
0: I am blessed and groovy. I can't complain, ma'am.
6: Blessed and groovy. groove yeah. on
0: Groovy. Yes, yes. Well, welcome, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast. I'm so glad y'all here.
3: We appreciate you. We know we had some little difficulties before, but it's on and popping now. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, we're That's it happen. all right. Yeah. Listen, ain't no,
0: ain't everything happens, happens for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Everything happens for a reason. So it just wasn't meant on that day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ah. And it just,
6: it's good to see the my fellows.
4: You know, I don't get a chance to see them too much. moment.
0: Truth. So, yeah. Truth. So for our listeners, um, I want y'all to, because, you know, there's some folks who are tuned in, who are listening, who have no idea who y'all are. And then it's some, it's some, you know, some folks who are listening who know exactly who y'all are. But for the people who don't know you, I would love for y'all to introduce yourselves to them um, and also tell a little, a little bit about yourself in 60 seconds or less. Can you handle that?
4: That's it. That's really it. Hey, uh, I'm Monte Miles, aka Chocolate Drop <laughs> uh, <laughs> Truth moment, truth moment. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, uh, I'm Monte, um, of course, part of the Mind Boys, been with them for, man, for years now, man. Um, I, I don't even know back since 96. 94. Uh, 94. 94, 94. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, pastor of church here in Orlando. Uh, Keenan Generation Church, um, and just doing what we can
3: here in Orlando.
6: That's
3: what's going on. It's Kyrie here uh, checking in. Um, father, husband, you know, excited to be here. One of the original mind boys, myself and Brian, started <laughs> um, back at Macedonia. Um, we're here. You Know just excited, you know. I mean, I'm a loving guy, you know, excited just to be here. I appreciate okay. it. Okay,
5: <laughs> all right. Then you got Emery on here. Um, I'm the oldest of the four. <laughs> <Are>
0: you? <laughs> you don't know that about your brother?
5: No, a few, few days, few days, two two
0: days.
5: yeah. Maybe, maybe. I'll let y'all figure out the age, I ain't gonna tell you, but maybe, uh, maybe. uh, just you know, happily married. Uh, father, uh, work hard. Hello.
0: All right, all right, all right. So we're having some connection issues, but we back.
6: Yeah, right. we, we here.
0: Okay, all right. So back up where we left off at, and that was Emory uh sharing a little bit about who he was i i heard i don't know what the viewers heard or the listeners i'm sorry but i heard he was a father that was the last thing i heard
3: yeah he yeah, ended with that as
5: far as being a father loving husband family and then brian was coming i think brian was
4: okay
5: ahead. yeah yeah so
6: okay. uh yeah my name is brian pope and uh i'm a happy member of the mind boys uh a happy husband, uh, a happy elder of the Lord's Church, uh, and just, you know, love love life. Love life, live laughing. What's, ain't that the new saying?
0: That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So I, what I want to do is... Um, you know again for the people who don't know who y'all are or who the mind boys um are and i'm gonna say are because y'all still at your mind right it's 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 not past tense y'all y'all still out here doing the thing
6: yeah you know we make a couple of special appearances here and there. Ooh, nine, nine again.
0: well i hope the people appreciate it nah. they, they better nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> So Brian, who who were or uh, who are, who are the Mind Boys?
6: The Mind Boys are uh four young men that uh came together and uh we basically danced to uh the music. We pantomimed to what we hear in the songs, uh how God leads us to do it. Uh we've traveled all over. We started, as Monte stated, in nineteen ninety-four, doing this while we were still in middle school. And, you know, we just took off from there um, and just traveled the world doing the gift that God has given us and even impacting others to come behind us and uh, do it as well. Um, But I feel like we made a a great impact as for young men uh, when it wasn't popular. uh, Now everybody has a mime group, but, you know, um, we're just grateful for what God has done uh, through our lives.
0: Okay, beautiful. Beautiful. Now, I I I heard one of y'all mention I think it was Kyrie mentioned that he is one of the original <laughs> mind boys. So what what does that what what did that mean, Kyrie? The well, original? Well, we have a lot of groups in the city and um, uh fantastic. Okay. So, um
3: basically uh displaying and putting that platform in the central Florida area and it all all regions, Osceola, Seminole, mm-hmm. Orange, Volusia, uh, you know, we, we we pretty much brought that here and uh, to be able to, you know, open up other doors as well for other ministries to be inspired. So.
0: OK, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So
6: so he was saying it nicely. Uh but you know it was a lot of people that was renaming themselves the mind boys and different stuff like that so you hmm. had to then say original mind boys because you okay. know, again we was one of the first to do it you feel me so
0: gotcha gotcha okay I just wanted to make sure I understood
6: <laughs> yeah
0: alright so I hope y'all are ready because um, just in case you did not know this is the truth moment okay Podcast, so that means that you know it's nothing but the truth up in here. The truth, the whole truth, and, and nothing but the truth. you is, is, is you ready? We ready. We stay we ready. ready. <laughs> stay ready. So you ready for the truth, <laughs> Okay. Free. So I want y'all to share with us growing up. Now, Kyrie shared his nickname growing up. You know, he shared a few nicknames, but I'm I, I want y'all to share if you had a few nicknames, if you had one nickname growing up, what did the people call you in the streets growing up?
4: Well, for me, this is Monte. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah.
0: No, to really be honest with you, I don't got too much. Because you, are, you Brian, weren't always uh, sexual, uh, sexual uh, chocolate,
4: Brian, right? Is the only, Brian and Kyrie, well, Emery, the only ones about called call me Monte. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Everybody else called me Monte or Julius or Miles. Other than that, I'm I'm I'm. And, and I'm what's the out. other one? What's the, what's the other
6: one? I'm having a look <laughs> chocolate up. thunder. He, he's being disrespectful to <laughs> me because that is not the
0: truth. But that that's what the people called you growing they up. You me, was chocolate I mean, thunder was way not, back then.
4: No, they ain't called me chocolate thunder. as I'm okay, walking down the okay. street today, you, know? <laughs> 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 you know what? <laughs> Okay, so we're going to
0: go with Mont. Okay. Right. Okay. okay, what about you, Brian?
6: Uh, well, I really didn't, like, have a, a street name, per se, but everybody just called me Pope. Uh, my grandma called me Brown Man. Uh, Brown just, Man? Yeah, Brown Man, yeah. That's you know. cute. Yeah, and then I had <laughs> another one when I was a child uh, that some people that know me, they still... Uh, say it, but Papa Smurf. So come
3: on, so, <laughs> so yeah, Mika, I've been with him 22, 30, 40. I ain't no Papa Smurf, I ain't no <laughs> Papa Smurf.
6: <either. laughs> uh, they, yeah, you know, I kind of keep that one on the low low, but you know, it's a truth moment. So I'm
0: okay, you, okay, them. I appreciate the truth.
6: Yeah,
0: all right. And Kyrie, I know you told us before, but tell us again.
3: Listen, they call me Kai KP. Ree, re reason, reader, all types, and they call me some other names that you know. The other folk call me that don't like me. They call me other names.
0: Ah, true folk. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Emery?
5: Um, red, red dog. I was say <laughs> See, I was quiet when he was up, when he had his turn because there's a few names I call him, but. Um, but me <laughs> uh, like you say, Monte, he, he I don't know why he, he called me red, red dog. I don't know <laughs> why. Um, <laughs> uh, like most of my family just called me M. Uh, but my immediate family growing up, they used to call me M. Dog, but that was the only uh nickname I really had.
0: Okay, okay, so Mika. how would you, yes, sir.
5: No, no,
4: we, you know we got. I know you interviewing us, but what was your? What was yours?
0: Someone,
4: oh, <laughs> uh, You were yes, uh, ready for that, huh? Uh-huh.
0: Look, how you did flip, look how you flipped! Look how you flipped it, sir. Well, Mika has always been my nickname back from a little girl. It's always been Mika. I don't. I don't think I've ever been called anything. Well, you know what? Well, no, those are nicknames now. But growing up, it was just. It was always Mika. Mika. I got a few hey, nicknames Mika. now, but we we talking about when we was little, younger. Oh, okay, got you. But yeah, it was always Mika.
6: Okay, we'll let you live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how would you describe that younger version of yourself? That younger uh, Chocolate Thunder, that younger that that younger Red. You know how how would y'all describe that younger version? of yourself
4: uh i know for me just immature slick um
0: and this is monte right yeah this is monte that
4: that was actually one of the reasons why i mean as far as mine boys how i even got started in the ministry was mine wasn't so much just for like connection with the lord or being deep or anything like that It, it was more for the the um what a word i'm looking for attention attention Mm-hmm. Um, um the, 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 crowd and the girls that was watching and stuff like that. Um, and so it was, it, it, it kind of changed as I, as, as, as we grew into the ministry. Mm-hmm. You know and so,
6: um, that was it for me, you know, this, this Brian, mine, uh, I think pretty much the same uh immature, uh, you know, just going around being a being a, a young person, doing whatever I felt I wanted to do at the time and
1: mm-hmm. not
6: worrying about responsibility and you know, and just having fun and whatever happened,
0: happened. You know what I'm saying? You know how I so Uh huh. So you weren't really too worried about consequences either. Yeah,
6: wasn't worried about consequences. well I, I would worry about if I got caught <laughs> uh my mama didn't play that and uh yeah so you know I was always making sure and I think that's what I was more so of. I was I was slick. Uh the reason I feel like I got my nicknames because I was always like a boss, boss dude, I mm-hmm. was boss people around. If you with me, you gonna follow my rules or whatever the case was. So I always was like that leader per se. But I was just using the wrong way.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And Mr. Emery. Um, I see I see. I'm gonna have to call him because I, I think he just gonna sit back in the cutting and not really say He that's always like to
3: portray that quiet. One. Yeah, yeah. That's,
4: that's that's always been <laughs> that's always been that red dog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think
5: I think out of the group, um, I was probably always the more laid back, quiet one. But mm-hmm. we all still had that side to where, you know, we all found ways to get in trouble. I think the only good thing about it was that we all was uh, uh, we was basically brothers. I mean, we are, we brothers. And so whenever we went through certain things, whenever one of us got in trouble, we would always, you know, try to reel each other back in or we always try to held each other accountable when we was acting wild and when we was acting up. Like, you know, Pope would tell me straight up, you know, you shouldn't do that or, or Mont. And then sometime they, they write in there with me, doing it with me. So
6: you better know
5: than believe it. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I think what kind of kept us grounded in spite of us all being a little wild and having a little wild side is that we all kept each other accountable or held each other accountable in those wild times. That's what's up. Yeah.
0: Okay.
7: Curry.
3: As far as being a part, um, uh, for me, myself, honestly, well, I didn't want to do it, but then it came to me as an outlet, but And it opened up so many doors for other things, Uh, some of the mischievous things that I wanted to do. It helped me along the way with it. I used it in the wrong path or wrong way, but um, not to that that extreme extent. But, you know, it it, it really showed me some things, you know. So it was a great time, you know, traveling, meeting people. Um, it, It was nuts.
6: And I just think for, like, for all of us, like, we didn't, totally honestly understand what it was we were doing
7: we mm-hmm.
6: this, so it, it that's the uh immature part of it we didn't know what we were doing we didn't know you know we was helping people uh healing help healing people yeah i was gonna like ask that, that. Did
0: you realize the impact
6: right we never realized the impact so we was just doing it out of this what we was told to do and we liked it and it was different so you know we were just going around and doing whatever while doing it you know what I'm saying we didn't really take it seriously so Mm -hmm. that was the younger immature part of us
0: okay 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 so you know being that this podcast or this episode we're focusing on you know uh boyhood to manhood what do y'all feel like being a mind boy taught you about being a man What do you think being in the group and, you know, based off the lessons learned and the experiences that you all have experienced, what do you think kind of prepared you for being a man?
6: I think this Brian speaking, I think what prepared uh, being a man, it kept us out of a lot of things that we wanted to do. Mm. So even though we were still, you know, out doing whatever when we could, like, I didn't hang around a lot of my friends that I grew up with that's either dead and are in jail because I was traveling mining. And so I think it it more so protected us from a lot of things that we wanted or could have did. Um, and then it also taught us a different world because I just... Wasn't in the Orlando, growing up in Orlando, seeing what Orlando offered and different stuff like that. I got to go, you know, all across the country to see mm. what different people were doing, how they was doing it, how they was living it, how, you know, they just, you know, they, they live and they live a good life with having money and not struggling and different stuff like that and to where growing up in Eville, all you saw was the norm. It wasn't nothing yeah. that was, you know, really like, ooh, this is how I wanna live when I grow up. You know what I'm saying? So it, it taught you the different things of okay, I can achieve this, I can be a boss, I can, we can make this uh, uh a business as and a CEO or you know, have our own stuff that we can uh always have.
5: Right. And this is uh Emory talking. I think for me, or uh, what helped how it helped us become men, I think men, Uh, even though we was young, it put us in men situations or Mm. men places. Cause when you think about it, when you 14 and you 15 years old, you ain't going around to all these different churches. You ain't trying to be standing in front of, you know uh, you know, just older people and, and, and doing things like that. So it put us in platforms to where we couldn't be boys. Uh, We had to be men on that stage. And not not only had we be men, we had to run the ministry you know what I'm saying? As almost like a, cause we're a brand. So it was like, we was a business. So we had to start our own business, start our own corporation, have a bank account, how to budget our money, how to travel, how to, you know, book flights. Like it put us and it made us mature in different ways to where, you know, when if we, if we was younger, we wouldn't have been doing or been in the certain places uh unless we was on that stage my man, so I think it really did open up the door for us to be men and and to learn how to take care of our own business and to learn how to, uh, you know, just be men and handle situations and and sit down in a meeting or to sit down in a group or sit down in front of a people where it's like a 1,000 people, 5,000 people, uh, 10,000 people, and we still standing in front of them, and and we can't be little boys. we got to be men on that stage. So I think it just opened up that door and helped us grow a little bit and mature a little bit just being around and being on those type of stages and platforms. Mm. I, and I agree with Emory as well. Um,
3: the whole process with Mindman and everything we had to do deals with a lot of preparation and I believe it really put us in a state of place of platform to uh, be prepared for whatever um even though we got to put makeup on, get clothes together, prepare a song, travel it get things together. There's a lot of preparation in it, so you take that preparation from that a lot of
0: discipline you, right
3: you add mm-hmm. that to your you life and then you that birth structure so yeah helped us out a little bit with what needed to be done in our personal lives as far as being balanced and structure and discipline and preparation
0: Every Sunday y'all I come to the uh, barbershop Uh, Sundays are usually my day to get cleaned up and there's a gentleman who's normally here every Sunday I come in his appointments are usually the same time Mine are and uh, We've Shared some conversations some pretty Interesting conversations and uh, Because of that fact I thought That he would be Perfect here on the truth moment Because he spits a lot Of truth and knowledge So uh, this afternoon I am joined by My special guest and I'll Let him introduce himself And and share with y'all Whatever it is that he would like to share with y'all Whatever it is he wants y'all to know by him
2: Well uh, My name is Bernard <clears throat> I'm from the Palmo community In Orlando, Florida Born and raised um, Grew up single parent household I was on this side of town prior to the crack epidemic post well, crack epidemic what uh, currently crack epidemic as a child i always wanted to be a business owner educated and um wanted things in life but by way of the crack epidemic i got derailed mother was on drugs uncle on drugs auntie on drugs so I had, be- I became self-sufficient. I became a hustler and was pretty good at it. And with that being said, along the way, I learned a lot of things that was dire to my survival in the streets. <clears throat> a lot of things I'm not proud of I did to people, and you know, that life. A lot of stuff come with that life, but. No, in the least, I survived a storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been shot, stabbed, hit with bats, cut, robbed, victimized in a lot of situations, you know what I'm saying, due to the, you know, my um, lifestyle. And um, like I said, I survived a storm. And, uh, I can't thank no one other than the most High. Uh, I had to learn a lot of things to survive. And a lot of things I learned surviving the streets I had to unlearn as a man, as a parent, as a husband, as a son, and things of that nature, like the real world. And 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 I and I figured out that all the shortcuts that I thought I needed to take, and I took, to get to certain places in life, I still had to take the main road. Mm. So now I'm back on the main road, and um, I wouldn't trade my peace for nothing. And um, life is beautiful on this side. Uh, I had to um, learn to forgive myself, others. I had to conquer my fears. I had to just humble my spirit and let God lead and stop getting in the way. I realized all the people. Well, 90% of the people that I met in the streets when I was engaging in in those activities didn't mean me no good. Mm. Rather male, female, and indifferent, whatever. Um, You generate so many fake friends and associates till it's almost sickening. And um, I'm somewhat of a spiritual person. And through it all, that person I became on the streets. He put me in a position to where I had to suffer and I had to do time. And I did time as an inmate and they didn't call me by my street name. And I had to learn to be Willie. uh, It's beautiful.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And I love this side. Because it offers more peace, you get more understanding about life. You know, that that street life is a rat race, but uh, I wouldn't advise no one to um, indulge because <clears throat> so many things come with it. And I know I'm not directly responsible, responsible for like any persons getting raped, robbed, or murdered myself. But i can honestly say like once that stuff leaves your hand you know you never know what you're responsible for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um uh, it's life yeah but um you can ask me any questions you want
0: <laughs> yeah y'all so we um we're actually at the at the barber shop now so if it sounds a little different uh, that's why this is actually the second time that i've recorded a a podcast not at my desk, you know, out and about, and so, uh, yeah, this is Sunday, and you know, um, we both had haircut appointments, so yeah, I thought this would be the perfect place to uh, record today's episode. So, yeah, um, with that being said, this is the third episode or the third month that uh, I'm bringing to you guys the Boys to Men series. And the boys to men series. For anyone who doesn't know, I wanted to dedicate an episode a month to a gentleman, or you know, multiple gentlemen. Um, an episode that will give them the opportunity to stage the platform to be able to share and express the things that they've learned along the way from you know their journey from boyhood to manhood. And so, um, yeah, I just want to welcome you to the to the truth moment, sir. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, I I wanted to ask you what was um for you, what was one of the biggest lessons. I mean you said so much in your in your introduction. You said so much, but you know, growing up You said they didn't um well I guess I asked what was what was a nickname you went by? What did, what did the people call you in the, in the streets when you was growing up? Uh,
2: Big Bernard, Hard Bernard, Bernie B, those names. Um, Fats. Okay. Um, some people call me, the older people used to call me Paramo Fats. And those names. And, um, yeah. Okay. Begin to live by that stuff. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that you're on a a different road now, a different path and becoming who you you had kind of got used to being.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I guess I could ask what, uh, what was something that you learned growing up that you've carried with you up until this point now as a grown man?
2: This is a lot of a lot of things I learned as a as a youngster that I carried me to this very day. But um, what stands out the most is um, uh, being self sufficient. Hmm. I, I was I was raised to be extremely independent. I, I couldn't I couldn't. Well, not just I I couldn't. I, I grew up in an environment where you couldn't be codependent like when the ice cream truck comes, you can't go to your mama tell my give me a dollar, I'm going to the ice cream truck. Ain't no money, ain't no extra. So mm-hmm. you had to get it how you live for the most part. You know what I'm saying? From selling bottles. We used to sell bottles and cans and pecans and berries and all type of shit. So I don't know if you can cuss You're me. you okay. Okay now, but um, <laughs> yeah, we had to um, survive, like literally live, like wasn't no extras. When, when everything was gone, it was over. So um, I learned to be extremely self-sufficient. Hmm. Like depend upon myself and my abilities to get what I need to survive and to maintain my lifestyle for whatever it is.
0: Okay. And growing up, what was um, what was your idea of of what a man looked like?
2: What a man looked like?
0: Oh yeah, who 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 a man was or who he was supposed to be or what. He should look like:
2: See when, when you speak about how a man looked, what a man looked like, I'm speaking of men like walking the streets because I was never really exposed to like men in, in my environment because only men that I really un- knew to be a man was my uncle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and um, he was in the military or whatever, but um like a man, and I, I, I never witnessed that. I learned all this stuff along the way. When I became a man, um, I don't even, nah, I can't, I, ha- I have no reference as a child to what a man's responsibility was, what he's supposed to that do what, as a man. That was my next question. Yeah, I, 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 I have no recollection. Like, nah, I, I, ain't, I don't know what that is. I didn't know what that was at the time. Mm. No, nah, not at all.
0: So, okay. now being a, a a grown man do you wish i mean i truly believe in, in everything that we've gone through has prepared us to be who we are today so i mean do you feel like you would be a different type of individual a different man if you would have been exposed to examples of what a man should look like
2: i'm sure i'd be i'd be different in a lot of aspects but you know what i'm saying i can't really say And, you know, one of the greatest saying they say you can't miss a you never had. Mm -hmm. I beg to differ because I grew without a father, and I miss a person that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. So when a person say that, I think it sounds good and it's cliche, but there's no validity to it. Not to me. I'm sure I would have been a different person.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm sure because my kids are different because I'm a man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My kids don't go to jail. They don't get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? They got jobs and things of that nature, and they work. They're respectable. And, um, yeah, I'm sure I'd be different. In what ways, I wouldn't know, but different. For sure.
0: Okay, okay. Um. Being that you went down a a, a path of, um, I don't want to word it.
2: Just spit it out. You, <laughs> give it to me raw. Just,
0: raw just, and uncut, huh? Yeah,
2: that's the only way to do it, man. Everything else is it's manipula- manipulation. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. Witchcraft. I mean, like, just, <laughs> just give it to me, man.
0: So... You said you, 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 your lifestyle was, you became a hustler.
2: Yeah, most certainly, yeah, hustler.
0: Was that influenced by your environment, would you say?
2: <laughs> most certainly, because I'm sure if I was in Windermere, I wouldn't be no hustler. I would well, I'd probably be a hustler, but I probably <laughs> wouldn't be selling no drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it was most, it, my environment was extremely influential in, in the decisions I made to hustle. Um, and to make something out of nothing when there was nothing there. So I had to come up with something. So, um, yeah, man, It was, it was on some survival type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't do it for, we, like, I didn't do it just to do it. Mm-hmm. Just to, for the sake of, oh, I, I sold, I sell drugs or whatever when I was young. It was more about survival. Man, we need food in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These lights about to get cut off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was survival. Extreme survival. Living the bare necessities, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, too, um, when you were introducing yourself, you mentioned that, you know, living that kind of lifestyle taught you a lot about yourself and as well as other people. You know, you mentioned being surrounded around people who really didn't mean you no good at the end of the day. What was one of the, the biggest lessons that you learned about another individual during that time?
2: Um, well, one, one of the biggest lessons I've learned. Mr.
0: Williams. Miss Joy. What's going on? Ain't
8: nothing going on but the rent.
0: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast. I'm so glad to have you.
4: Well, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So happy Sunday to you.
4: Likewise, likewise.
0: How your Sunday morning been thus far?
4: Uh, I try to keep my Sundays real slow. I get up and pick up, you know, try to clean up, you know, gather my thoughts, gather my things, yes. put things back in their proper place. That's, you know, I guess, historically speaking, that's uh, what my Sundays were about growing up. So I try to do the do the same thing in my adult life
0: as a man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. So Sunday is pretty much a, a light day. You don't really have too much going on.
4: Well, it depends on what happened during the weekend. Light is a relative term. It's uh, what I like to call, and a friend of mine, she actually does this on her uh, Instagram page where she does what she calls Sunday Reflections. Um, Mm. As I continue to grow and evolve, you got to have that, you know, again, historical context. You got to have that day of reflection, that day you just kind of take inventory on what happened what transpired and it gives you a direction on where you need to go in the following week yes
0: i could dig it
4: <laughs> yes i told myself i said no nah, don't get too deep you know what i mean like keep no it, like, you cool a conversation so
0: no you're cool listen chris <laughs> i want you to be comfortable i want you to just say and and just be who you are you know what i'm saying
4: well, Mika, you do know me well enough to know that I'm going to do that. So, uh, uh, you know, I, again, for your for your listeners and, and for your followers, I just want to, you know, give you a congratulatory salute on the work that you've done. I, I know I reached out oh,
1: to you. Oh, thank you.
4: I really appreciate and can respect what you're doing, being that, you know, we do have history and we know each other for, I mean, what, almost two decades now. Yes. Um, To see the growth and maturation of a particular person, I can one step back and appreciate that and then enjoy it at the same time, because I do enjoy the positive energy, you know, that you put out in the ecosphere. So, uh,
0: Oh, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that.
4: Absolutely. Well, we, we appreciate you for, for telling your truth.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. We have known each other a really long time. Um, y'all, I met Chris through my sister, uh, back when they both were at UF in Gainesville. And um yeah, that's when I met you, Chris, right? Yeah. That's,
4: that's absolutely right.
0: Yeah. So young,
4: um The Young Bucks back then.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So that's how I met Chris through my sister, uh, Drea. And uh yeah, we we would hang out, party club, all that down. All that there. um yeah, so he actually lived in Sanford. You grew up in Sanford, right? That's
4: right. Sanford, a.k.a. Bo Key, is my hometown.
0: Yeah, so he Sanford isn't too far from Orlando, so occasionally we would all kind of get together um, um, when they weren't in Gainesville, when they would come home for the holidays or what have you. So, yeah, I always thought you were a... A pretty cool dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a pretty cool dude, a really uh, nice, respectable, you know what I'm saying? Like I always had a lot of respect for you as a man. Oh, I know? appreciate it. And that was one of the reasons why I invited you to be a guest for Boys to Men, because I have I have a lot of respect for you. I had then and even now I still have a lot of respect for you. And I think that you have um just become an awesome man
4: oh well wow awesome that's a very descript uh and common <laughs> word that's a you know I studied a little bit about semantics while I was at UF so um I, I think uh one thing that I know going forward in life I think a lot of people can you know do themselves a, a solid by really studying words and language mm-hmm. because you know, I know we grew up with this old adage, you know, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But we really come to find out very quickly in life. That that's-
6: yes.
4: <laughs> uh, because the life that we build ourselves for ourselves is through words, through the that's words that people feed us. Right. It's the um, it's the constructs of what we come to know as our reality. So words are very important and very powerful i mean again the bible tells you the power of life and death is in the tongue so words you know need to be chosen carefully and wisely um in it more importantly the words that we tell ourselves so um mm. just say what you said again i really appreciate that because it kind of takes someone from your past to help provide context for your future i mean when we you're
0: talking right now sir (laughs) oh (laughs)
4: <laughs> well I was, well I, again when you invited me I was like uh, I hope she knows what she's signing up for because uh
0: while boy you <laughs> filling me up already. <laughs> Ooh. good stuff mm, 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 mm. You talking right now
4: Well I'm gonna try to keep it right Ooh.
0: you know <laughs> this is the truth morning and you dropping all kinds of truth already <laughs> six minutes in
4: Six minutes in. (laughs) Come on now. As they say, but wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So right now, I want want you to kind of take us back um, to young Chris. Mm. And I want you to uh, kind of share with us. Did you have any nicknames growing up, Chris? Man,
4: I had so many. And I'm not gonna say those on this cast, like this. This is that's <laughs> <personas> <laughs> well, can nickname. You, can
0: you hit us with one?
4: Um, church boy, for real? Oh, yeah, shut your mouth. Yep, 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 yep. That was one
0: church boy,
4: church boy, cowboy. For obvious reasons, for you, you know, <laughs> those who don't know who I am, I'm bow legged, <laughs> so. <laughs> And I didn't even know that was a thing until I became a young man, but that's another yes. for another time.
0: <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Church boy, church. cowboy. Yep. All right. Um, why do they call you church boy? Um
4: or
0: why you think?
4: Well, again, for obvious reasons, I think I was labeled a church boy because uh, for the better part of my childhood, the majority of my family were in the church. Uh, Mm -hmm. And again, these are some of those historical concepts, terms, and just ways you live your life that are handed down to you from like a traditional standpoint. You don't even know why you're doing these things. It's just, okay, mama did it, grandmama did it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't necessarily know why, so um some of these things i just adopted because i just saw the my predecessors i saw the folks that were raising me do these things and then and i and and the one thing about me very early in life and hopefully this is a common theme in this uh boys the men podcast is i would always question like why Mm -hmm. because to me if you can answer why you can answer all the other questions you may have if you can yeah, if you can start with why. That's a concept that I got from um, a, a good speaker, and I listen to this guy on top TED Talks every time he's on. Um, a Guy by the name of Simon Sinek. He's he, he had this concept of beginning with why. Start with why, and I always used to end with why because once I asked that question, I used to get into a lot of trouble. You know.
7: <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
4: you know, as you know, growing up in the black households, you're not supposed to question authority.
0: Nah, you ain't supposed to ask why. Yeah,
4: but see, but you see where that got us, you know? Yeah, from a yeah. context because we're not supposed to question authority. Now we're at this moment where we are always questioning authority because right. authority has not always had our best interests at heart. Come on. So um, even earlier on, I kind of figured out well, if you can give me some hardcore facts on why we're doing this, yeah, maybe I'll go along with it. But it, it makes right. sense. So the whole, you know, I grew and I grew up in a very traditional household and home, and and again from a religious standpoint, like all the women had to wear dresses and and skirts and all mm-hmm. wore pants. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why, why, why can't you know Grandma wear pants? Or, yeah, you know, stuff like that, or jewelry, or makeup. And thankfully, I, you know, I. In my opinion, the women in my family are very beautiful, naturally beautiful. So they didn't have to have makeup and jewelry to Yeah, be beautiful. They were beautiful humans and beautiful people and, and naturally beautiful, like I said. Uh, but again, it just kind of led me to ask that question because I felt it was not more so about awareness. It was more so about control. Mm, mm. I felt that control <laughs> and I didn't like it because again, I, you know, for you to tell me, number one, don't question me. I'm like, OK, well, I have questions. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do with them?
4: And yeah, because the thing what what it do, what it did was to me from a question and answer standpoint, it wasn't necessarily about questioning authority. But it's about education. It's about yeah. teaching someone this is why we're doing this, like teaching a man to fish, not just giving them a fish. Right. Um, I've always wanted to be in the know, you know, again growing up they called that being nosy. But it's like, no, nah, I just got a simple question. And if you can't answer it simply, that means you don't understand it.
0: Right. So you don't know why you
4: exactly, did that. Exactly. And I think yeah. didn't like the way the questions made them feel. Not that they didn't have, that mm. they didn't like.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good.
4: Right, and and the question made them feel a certain way because they didn't have an answer. So
0: right, you know, it yeah. started
4: this whole kind of perpetual movement.
0: Yeah, and I mean that that kind of leads you kind of touched into what I wanted to ask oh. you um, next, but that was what was the younger version of of you like? You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 touched on being. Um, very inquisitive, but also, what were some other things that kind of would explain to us who you were? Who was that young church black?
4: Oh man, I should have my mom and my grandmother on. Um <laughs> I think one one phrase I definitely grew up with was, uh, and this is an old term you don't hear this anymore, but uh, what what people say, grown, he he grown. Mm -hmm. you know i never knew what man i thought we always thought management bad (laughs) because that's how they (laughs) used it like you so managed now i'm like okay well yeah again whoa look at how this thing connect we talking about from boys to man so even as a child i was already man ish right so i was already yeah my manhood even though i was a child um (laughs) but i think definitely being around what i consider positive male role models my grandfather definitely coming Top of mind for that. And not to say that he didn't make mistakes and get things wrong, but from a definition standpoint of who I emulated in terms of what I saw this man do from a responsibility standpoint. And Mm -hmm. I definitely want to talk about that from the boys to men concept. I think we talk a lot about freedoms and rights and not a lot, not a lot or not enough about responsibility and obligation. Yeah. And with me growing up under. James Arthur Bradshaw's household. That dude was a man amongst men in terms of the level of responsibility and operation that he carried. I see this man leave the house at 5 a.m., didn't see him come back to 6 p.m., 7 p.m. sometimes. Um, He owned three businesses, he employed a vast number of people.
1: Mm. One thing
4: I will say that I definitely want on my way out. And I do mean death when I say on my way out. Um, he had a standing room only. And if you're going to live this life, you definitely want those that are left here to speak for you because your reputation, your name is is who you are in the room when you can't speak for yourself. That's so true. And saying that to say in his homegoing ceremony in, at his funeral, he had standing room only. People were standing outside waiting to come in and pay for it pay their final respects. And it really me mm-hmm. to give a reflection on who he was as a person because everybody in that building had their own version of who this man was to them. I knew who he was to me. He was my grandfather, my father's, my father's father. Um, and he also fulfilled the role of father to me in many capacities. But in some strange ways, he was also my friend. I didn't realize that until he wasn't here anymore because I just remember some of the very anecdotal conversations that we had. Like we had a lot of real talk conversations for me to be his his grandchild. You know, yeah, he kept it one hundred um, with me at all times, and I really appreciated him for that. So being a, a, a guest on your show in what was that it seems like
0: it was just, just last month chris
4: but but it it seems like it was just yesterday yeah. you giving me that opportunity to be a guest um just sparked flame for me in terms of a passion that for a long time i lost so when people and i know this is this is maybe a guy thing i don't know but i know for me in particular when somebody does something like that for me, when they come through for me, like, mm-hmm. I will truly go to hell and back for that person. I will ride and or die for that person. And and, and uh, Jason will tell you that that's just how I am as a person. That's how I've always been. I will always pick up the sword and the shield for those who pick up the sword and the shield for me. So when you gave me the the brief glimpse of what that life could be like in this podcast universe, I had to return the favor in kind. So thank you for then. And uh, you're welcome for now.
0: Well, thank you. And, and I didn't even ask. That's that's the beautiful thing. I just told you what was going on. I didn't even ask you. I didn't even ask for your assistance, but you gave it anyway. That's what I do. I can dig it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so
4: we are in this thing to win this thing.
0: Yes. Yes, we are. So uh, today is Sunday. And, uh, this episode is actually my September episode for, uh, my boys, to men series. And Jason, I don't know if you know much about the podcast or if you know anything about the boys and men series, but, um, this series I created to, um, kind of give that stage for gentlemen to share their experiences. Like you have already opened up and done. I can dig it. But, um, just to give that stage for men to share their experiences from boyhood to manhood. And, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just excited about the series. I'm excited to have you and you are actually one guest that I have had on that. I really, I don't know personally.
8: Well, so well, let me say this, that, <clears throat> um, the episode that Chris shared with me that that the interview you guys had, um, I was sitting back uh, as if um, uh, Chris had just won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> because to have grown up with this man and what you got on that podcast, this is how Chris is every day. But to I have been championed Chris. I was like, Chris, this is your platform. This mm-hmm. is you have the gift to speak, but not just speak, but as as was uh displayed on the on the podcast, drop gems in a way that you leave know. you thinking, which is that's a gift all in itself. So
1: mm-hmm.
8: I just wanna give uh kudos to you for um having the platform for opening yourself to allowing people like Chris, and uh, even for me, like you said, you don't know me from a can of paint, but you trusted <laughs> Chris to, you know, because of the relationship you have with him and and his pro- pro- professionalism and how he speaks. That mm. having a an, an outlet, a female that's willing to to delve into the issues of men, mm. I just want to salute you for that.
0: Well, thank you, You're thank welcome. you. I'm just following my spirit, you know. It 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 had been on me for a while to do this, and um, I just said I got to do it. I didn't really have it all figured out, which you know, the life of a creative, you really don't have it all figured out. You
8: get. I I know we press for time, but at this, I, I do feel the need to say this too, Mika. This is not by accident. Not at all. This is this is destiny at work because. Listening to the podcast that you and Chris had, I was like, man, I would love. I was itching on the, you know, I was listening to it. I mean, I listened to the entire thing. I didn't have to chop it up in segments. Come I, on, I, I appreciate that. I listened to the entire podcast, and as like I said, I'm championing my man here, and 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 like I said, happy that that you created this platform, but at the same time, my insides is going crazy because. <laughs> because this is that opportunity that if we can't pass forward wisdom to keep the ones that are coming um ahead of us to keep them from making some of these same mistakes that we made then then what is what is this all for mm. you know yeah. there've been some some things that in our past especially mine that at the time that I was going through it, I felt like I was I was in hell with gasoline draws on, to be honest with you. Come on. But at <laughs> now, at 42, and I keep using this word, understanding what the purpose of a journey was.
0: Yeah, yeah.
8: This person that's speaking right now would not be speaking in this manner if I had not gone through what I went through the mm-hmm. way that I went through it. <laughs> and then and as we're talking about boys to men, I think there's nothing more powerful than an audience hearing two men champion each other in ways yes. where there's no competition, there's there's no strife, there's no um contention, but true two men that support each other, have supported each other have loved each other like brothers, no homo stuff. And I'm, I'm not saying anything <laughs> against the, 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 uh, the homograph the, the homo, you know, the community of the LGBT. I'm not saying anything like that, but real genuine love mm-hmm, and support. Mm-hmm. Like we have seen each other at our lowest lows and have been able to put each other on their back when need be to bring us up to where we needed to be. Yeah. And then as we've elevated, we've been able to sit, at the top of the mountain and have the conversation and look back where we come from as a community, we need more of this. Yes, we do. Society has driven too much negative content about especially black men Mm -hmm. and, and the stereotypes of, of what's being projected in the mass media to where platforms like this, where you can get what's the real content and what real, you know, men do, what they speak, what they talk about, and we can change this narrative. So, I'm saying all of that to say this is by design. From you having a hectic morning, to to Chris asking, "Hey, are you available?" Because all of that, you know, didn't have to happen, but mm-hmm. but it did. And so, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, and that this is desti- <laughs> this is destiny at work here. All right, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs>
4: Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. I'll say this again I've known this dude for quite some time And I'm on here like who is this dude <laughs> What, what man of man is this <laughs>
0: Wow oh. I, I do believe and I'm a firm believer In everything happening for a reason And as I'm listening to The both of you And even in this moment right now, I know nobody couldn't tell me differently that today was supposed to happen. This exact episode with the both of you was supposed to happen. And that's why it did. Period. Facts. Yes. Hashtag truth moment. Come on. Okay, so um, I probably got maybe ten, fifteen minutes um before I head out. So, oh god, that that that's that's not enough time, is it? Well, we got, that's, not, that's not enough
8: time. But well, we could always do a, we could always do a part two. Okay. We could always do a part two.
0: I'm glad you You open to that, Jason? I just want to say Jason. Jason. No, 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 no. You're saying it right.
8: Okay. See, there's a whole other message behind the word sun and illumination and then the sky, but we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into that. But there there, you know, the the spelling is strategic. That's all I'm saying. Um and that was me, that wasn't Chris speaking. I'm just saying, I just think if you're satisfied as the host, with what we have delivered thus far, even with the questionnaire, um, understanding how time is, I'm. This is Jason speaking. I, I'm. I would be honored to come back, uh, and we could do a part two where we can really dig into uh, more of the content that you really want to get into. Okay,
0: that's good to know. That's, that made me feel a little better over here. <laughs> that's good to know. Okay, so once we finish. This episode, we, we gonna set that up. I mean, I'm I'm open the rest of the day. I don't know what y'all got going on for, because you know, I'm I'm, I'm 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 right now. I'm eating, right? I'm eating, and I I'm I'm somewhat digesting, but I, I still want to eat. I, I I yeah. Okay, so I wanted to like again, like I said, I wanted to do this episode a little different, and. I want to touch on um, you all being young boys, um, young teenagers,
1: mm. and I and I
0: want to touch on <clears throat> women or girls. I want to touch on relationships. I want to touch on sex. I want to touch on what what all of that meant to you as a as a young Chris, as a young. Jason, just dating and relationships, and what you were taught and what you understood. Chris, was you... That too much was that?
8: Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no I this... don't. No,
4: I don't think you can capture all that in ten or fifteen minutes. I'm gonna be honest. I
0: agree, but you know what? We can start. <laughs> and then we're gonna we going come back with that part. We're gonna hit them with the part too.
8: Well, Chris, you you take the floor first.
0: Look um, at look at that. Yeah, not greedy at all.
4: Not not at all. When he when he <coughs> said about support and champion and celebrate, I mean to a moment where those kind of words coming from someone.
0: Now with this being the truth moment and all you know that it, it's gonna require for you to be truthful. Yes, ma'am. You you you're aware of this, right? Yes, I am aware. Okay, so you you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and, and nothing but the truth. So help me God, I do. Come on now, come on. I just I just <laughs> wanted to make sure you were ready and you knew what you oh. had signed up for. Oh yeah. Okay, don't get scared now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, welcome, welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast, sir. Thank you Thank for you joining me, me for uh, October's Boys to Men episode. Thank you.
7: Thank you. I'm honored that you would consider such a one as I.
0: Come on. It man, it was only right. <laughs> oh, it was only indeed. right because you know what? I have been a witness, an up close witness, and a from afar witness on your journey from right. boyhood to manhood. Absolutely. I mean, I I, 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 don't even know how long it's been. I mean, how old were you? Do you remember? Oh, I, um, I remember. I, why are you thinking? Why are you thinking? I remember. I was in my mid twenties, and mm-hmm. I was a teacher at Little Lambs Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just kind of want to bring bring it back. So, do you remember how yeah, old? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't remember how old I
7: was. I know for sure that I was in elementary school. Mm. So I, I don't, I don't remember like what grade and stuff I was in. That was, um, that was were a little you, bit. Wait a minute. School. Uh-uh,
0: I don't think you were still in. Cause try out with, maybe. Uh-huh. maybe like sixth grade, seventh maybe? No, I think it was
7: before then though. Really? I believe so. I don't know man I don't
0: remember <laughs> I'm
7: 31 now so subtract them years and then you tell me
0: you <laughs> I don't think you were I don't think you were that long, young but anywho we've known one another for a very long time I was I was misdone to you at that time.
7: That's right. Yes, you were Miss Dunn. Miss yes, yes, Dunn ma'am. with the in the classroom khaki. on the back, all the way down the hallway on the back to the right. In the back to the right. Yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, I remember Miss Dunn. Come on, now. <laughs> with
0: the with the long khaki skirt with the yellow. Palm. Yes,
7: yes, yes. Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> that good trial uniform, huh? Oh, now, come
0: on. Wasn't nothing like. <laughs>
5: Oh, oh, so yeah. yes,
0: yes. I just thought that we would kick off this episode by just taking a memory, a walk down memory lane um, to let the people know how long we have really known each other. You know what I'm right. saying? I had to paint that picture to let the people know I have seen you. Yeah,
7: you, Boy, you you're done,
0: now a man.
7: You done say, you done say to me.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> yes,
7: man. You, you've been a witness. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. So, um, I want to give you the opportunity really quick before we get moving and grooving uh into the episode, but I want to give you an opportunity to introduce to properly introduce yourself to the people in maybe 60 seconds or less. You just let them know what you want them to know about you,
7: okay? Okay, uh, my name is Tavares, last name, first name, Tavares, last name, Barnes. Um, I am a husband, I am a father. Um, Now, right now, I'm coaching my kids. Um, I am also an elder in the Lord's Church. Um, Yeah, man, I just, I'm enjoying life. I'm learning and I'm still growing up.
1: Mm. I love Um,
7: it. And I think that it's important that we keep that in mind that every day should be a growing experience.
0: Right, right. No matter how
7: old you are. Right. Yeah. So I want start to see that too. Like, okay, a man is—it's about working, but it's about making sure that your kids see you active in their life as well.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, so, I think as a woman, I think that there are men, there are husbands, there are fathers who. We're not shown those examples growing up, you know? Right, absolutely. So all they know is what you said. Like the examples that you were taught was a man, a man, and his responsibilities is to take care of his family, take care of his household, and make sure everything is on the up and up. But one thing I wanted to ask you too, just as a man, with the examples that you were shown or given as a as a child, as a young Tavaris, like. Were there any examples of, of men in your family who took time out for themselves, loved on them, or uh, self-care, practiced self-care in their lives? I know self-care probably isn't,
7: you know, maybe what men. Honestly, not until I got older. Okay. Not until I got, um, I was out of high school, man. When I start seeing, my like, my dad would buy his self-gifts.
0: Yeah, yeah.
7: He would say, this is my birthday gift to myself. Because this oh, is something right, that, I, that I really wanted. And then um, my Uncle Spencer, which is like another, uh, was another big uh, influence in my life. That's Nat, Nat C. Jones' dad. Okay, okay. Uh, that was another, like, he was like a second daddy to me. Because I was always at their house because they live right around the corner. Mm. So I was like always at house. <laughs> but um as i got older i would i would see him begin to like he would take trips just him you know so i started to see that kind of stuff but it wasn't until i got older until i was like 18 19 20 21 that those ages that's when i started to see you know them really start to take care of themselves because for so long it was all about they took care of their families they did as much as they could in the community they took care of stuff in the church and a lot of times you can get involved in that stuff and you will run yourself crazy for other people that right you don't do nothing, right
0: and that neglect do and neglect your you. own needs yep
7: yeah and that's yeah. It, to be honest that's where a lot of frustration comes in for adults period because we we go crazy. We do all this extra stuff for our kids, and we try to make up for the absent parent and
0: yes. doing
7: all this extra stuff yeah. that you be old and ain't really enjoy nothing, ain't really done nothing that you want to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: Now, there's some of them out here doing everything they want to do, and ain't making sure them kids straight, too. Come on
0: now. Come on
7: now. I ain't talking to y'all. I'm talking Come about on the now. ones <laughs> 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 take care of your responsibilities yes and then make sure you still take care of yourself as well
0: yeah I don't know why that question hit me the way that it did right in that moment mm-hmm. but you know uh, as far as how self care showed up in the men's lives in, in, in mm-hmm. your life uh, because right. you know as as I get older I'm realizing that Self care is super important and everybody should incorporate something in their lives that Absolutely. is a reflection of self care. Absolutely. And you know, it's more than a hashtag, it's more than you know what I'm saying, it's that that thing is That's, real.
7: It is real, and then and if you don't do it, the results can the, the consequences can be real too.
0: Mm-hmm. Even real. <laughs>
7: Yeah, even even real. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes.
0: Please. Okay, so I was gonna ask you what was one of the biggest lessons you were taught as a boy, but I think you've already you've already somewhat touched on that. So uh yep. I'm not gonna ask that question, uh, because you've you've answered it before I even took it then. That's what I love about these boys, the men conversations, or anytime that I have a guest on, even if it's, you know, for the What She Said series, like the conversations just flow. They just flow. So we're going to fast forward a little bit here. And uh, okay. I want to know who is Tavares now, right now, today? Who is the man? T.O. Well, no, T.O. T- we, we know T.O. is not, that's not you right now but uh, you know some people still, some people still call me that okay and it's, okay. And it's,
7: it's cool man and um <laughs> it's not really because it's, so, so important the the most important part um to me is that not all of my friends are you know in the church like I'm in the church mhm right all my not all my brothers are in the church like I'm in the church right but they still respect me enough to allow me to hang around, like to still kind of hang out with them, and they not do stuff that know that they know I'm that I don't do no more. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So when I'm they, and they they got a they got a joke. They call me Rev now. That's what they be calling me. <laughs> Rev, hey Rev, coming! I gotta put that bottle up. Rev on the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they'll do that. they'll do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's all funny games, but it's a it's a testament to the respect and the growth yeah. that they and the change that they've seen in me. Yeah, man,
0: that's beautiful.
7: You know what I'm saying? Because not many people can shift from running the streets to preaching God's word. Yeah, and and, and keep the same people with them. Yeah. And no, I don't, I don't, you
1: know.